0: Whoa, like, what exactly is happening here? 89.7 WTBR-FM The opinions
1: expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or
0: sponsors. Hey, what do you do when you get two guys, one from Massachusetts and one from New York, sitting in the same studio talking sports with you? Well, it's Tuesday morning, and again, it's time for another edition of WTBR Sports Talk, exclusively heard right here on 89.7 FM, WTBR. Sit back for the next hour and join us on a sports talk party with you. Let's go. You're dancing on the ceiling. That- Good morning, everybody. How are ya? <laughs> what a beautiful morning, huh? In the 60s today, that's not too bad, right? Not too bad. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of WTBR Sports Talk. As we bring down the Jay Giles Band, 89.7 FM, Robbie Zucker. Sean Cronin disappearing on the other side of the glass this morning. got a call from Sean. I'm at my other job, so maybe we'll see him later. He's fighting mosquitoes around Berkshire Who knows? He travels all over the place, so I have no idea where he is today. But all I know is that he, he was driving me crazy about his $400 phone he just bought. So why would anybody pay $400 for a phone? I have a crappy one. Mine is... <laughs> Mine is, you know, $100. I have the time. I can't see through it anyway. 413-445-5943. What an amazing sports weekend, man. If you're a sports guy like I am, oh my goodness gracious, there's so much to talk about. Oh, goodness. It's the NBA tonight. We start with the Celtics at 830 tonight against the Miami Heat. Should be an amazing series. We'll discuss that. We'll get into the hockey situation. Obviously, the end of season for the Bruins, the Rangers press on in overtime as they beat the Penguins 4-3 in just a ridiculous series. Just a crazy series. The Rangers coming back down 3-1. So much going on in the NHL. Calgary Flames move on in the seventh game in overtime where Jake Onger, the goaltender from Dallas, makes over 60 saves. And uh, obviously Edmonton moving on with their seventh game win against L.A. Uh, so much to go on with the Phoenix Suns an absolute flub disaster, uh, scoring 27 points on their own court the other night getting blown at 123 to 90 by Dallas. And uh, you, you know Luka Dacha's is having an unbelievable game of 35 points, etc.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical
0: difficulties. Please stand by. Uh, against Milwaukee, I mean it was just ridiculous uh, so uh they press on one oh nine one oh nine eighty one the celtics um over uh it, it was it was just over basically during the third quarters Milwaukee couldn 't shoot Milwaukee comes away with four 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 three point shots four they took thirty one three pointers and they made four or they took thirty four and they made four so it was just ridiculous, the celtics, on the other hand fifty five three pointers making thirty three of them overall the celtics shot forty two percent Do you know any team that shoots forty two percent that wins one twenty three ninety This is about defense it's about their team defense obviously tatum you know the big three brown you know and, and smart those guys are outstanding and Grant Williams has been terrific, and uh, you know this team is you know. They play defense. You know, they could shoot, you know, 20%. And if they play great defense, rebounding, interestingly enough, they didn't get – they got out-rebounded, but uh, they did the right thing. I mean, they just, you know, shot the lights out of the ball. I'm not a big proponent of the three-pointer, guys. You know how I feel about this ridiculous three-pointer. I mean, the idea of shooting, you know, 80-something shots and shooting more shots from 24 feet – but as uh, my friend Evan Valenti would tell me all the time when he talks basketball with me, he says, well, if you're going to put Brooke Lopez and Giannis down low in the box and you're going to block shots, you're going to be forced to take threes, To so take threes. So they hit threes, and uh, tonight, the first game against the Miami Heat, the Red Sox finally won a game. Last night, I actually watched some of the game on Major League Baseball Network. They actually said, sure, you can actually not get this blacked out because for some dumb reason, Ness decided to drop my dish network. So now I don't get Nesson. So I tune into YouTube and I tune into the radio and I listen to the station once in a while, tune in to some, some Red Sox games. And, uh, so last night, six, three Whitlock with five innings and then a, a group of five pitchers to close it out. And, uh, and finally Trevor story hit a home run last night. And, uh, you know, pretty good game. So we'll see how the Red Sox do. Obviously, they're way back in front, uh, behind my Yankees right now. They just continue to win. Yankees last night doing, a, again, with the long ball. Uh, Sevy, a good a good outing. And they win.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are. Ex- Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by.
0: Uh, right behind them at 21 and 14, four and a half uh, games behind. I guess it's five games right now. I don't think the Rays played last night. And then uh, the Jays uh, right now struggling, seven and a half games. The O's, 14 and 22. And then the Sox right now, 14 and 21, moving into fourth place. Can you believe it, folks? Hey, you know what? It's May. It's May, folks. It really is. Now, is this Red Sox team going to win the division? I don't think so. I mean, they're way behind at this point, but you never know. It's baseball. When I was a kid in 1978, the Yankees were 14 games behind the Red Sox. It's baseball. I mean, I got Met fans complaining and whining. The Mets are in first place here, at 23 and 13. They've lost one stinking series, and all the Met fans are going, Oh my God, what are we going to do? What, what, what's, what's, what's it going to be? I can't believe it. We just got the richest owner in all of baseball. I mean, come on, you relax. My friends like oh the Mets stink. He's like oh he's like telling me how how I should apologize to Brian Cashman. I apologize to Aaron Boone. What should I apologize for? What should I apologize? The Yankees have won championship in twenty one years, Mister Cashman. What am I apologizing for? Because the guy went out and got Mark Teixeira and A Rod and Sabathia and paid a, a you know out of the the, the yin yang for uh, for you know for for a pitcher. Basically, I'm I'm thinking of you know AJ Burnett. Who had you know one good year with the Yankees, won that second game in the World Series, and that was terrible, and was shipped off to Pittsburgh the following year. I mean, come on. So I mean, it's not like Brian Cashman winning pennants. They have the third highest payroll in the major leagues. They've had the highest payroll in the major leagues forever. So I don't want to this. Oh, well, you have to apologize because they're they're twenty, you know, they're twenty six and nine. Okay, they've gotten off to a great start. I'm excited as a Yankee fan. Can I just enjoy the ride? It's May. But med fans jumping off the proverbial bandwagon they've lost one series, they lost to the Mariners. okay, the Mariners are not a great team. The Mariners happen to be an under 100 million dollar ball club if you can believe it. It's amazing. I was looking at payrolls and I was listening to one of the radios this morning uh, down down the dial and uh, listening to some of the payrolls. And you know, have the A's, the Pirates, Kansas City, the Nats, the O's, Cleveland, Miami, and all these teams have like really low, lousy payroll, and they're all bad. Cincinnati is horrible. I mean, just looking at some of these really bad teams, I mean, with records, the A's are 15 and 22. I think their payroll is like 40 million. You know, the Rangers are 14 and 19. Now, they're gonna be better, I think. Obviously, they signed Seager and they signed Simeon, but Seager and Simeon, I mean, if you're Corey Seager, man, seriously, you're going like, Wow, you know, it gave me all this money, but boy, it'd be nice to be the Dodgers right now. Where are the Dodgers? Oh, yeah, the Dodgers are 21-12, and 12, atop the division in the West. Darn, maybe I should have signed with them. Maybe I should have taken two years. I mean, it's like winning doesn't count for anything. These guys see these dollar bill signs in their eyes. They're like, oh, my God, they'll sign with anybody. Here, I'll sign with the Gas House Gorillas. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> the Bad News Bears, come on, bring it on, $30 million, bring it on. It's just, it's just ridiculous. 413-445-5943. Hope today to hear from Ralph Romeo in his usually Tuesday spot, hopefully sometime, uh, you know, when he gets a chance to call. I know he's been running around Wantage doing that hunting up there, hunting for Bear in Wantage, New Jersey, as he, as he fights for his food every night. So, anyway, 413-445-5943. So, well... It's uh, bye bye Bruins, hello Rangers. Rangers start with Carolina Wednesday night, the Carolina Hurricanes, and of course they move on in you know, a really tough, tough series against the Bruins. Will there be changes to the Bruins? I don't really know. What do you really need to change at this point? Will, you know, will Patrice Bergeron call it a career? I don't know. If he does call it a career, next stop Hall of Fame. Great two way player, classy act. Walks over to the officials the other day, shakes their hands after the games. I thought Jeremy Swayman played great. Um, You know, they just couldn't win on the road. They just could not win in Carolina. Uh, Maybe they should start with Swayman at the beginning of the series. I don't know. I I was all for Swayman at the beginning of the series. Not that Albach played terribly. Look, they won at home. They just couldn't win on the road. I mean, that's a tough place to win in Carolina. You know, and, uh, you know, they need more. Let's be honest. You know, the Bruins... They, you know, you saw in the depth this year, they were, you know, scoring goals from all lines. Obviously, they moved Pasternak, and they move him back up to the perfection line, but before they had him moved them down to the second line and moved to Brusca, and then Jake has twenty-five goals, has a really good season. The Smith, you know, Smith Coil line, that line playing well, and the fourth line even playing well. I mean, the Bruins have as good a chance to get through playoff series as any team in the NHL. I mean, they're excellent. Bruce Cassidy, the great coach, and so forth. But they just could not get it done against a team that really mirrors them in so many different ways. If you want to play a fast game, they'll play a fast game. If you want to play a, a rough and tumble game with Carolina, they'll play a rough and tumble game. So it's a seven-game series. It's a one, you know, one-goal loss. Maybe they add something next year. Maybe you know you're going to get a full series, a full season out of, out of Lindholm now on the back line. You know, to me, maybe the Bruins tweak. Maybe they add. Maybe another score. Uh, maybe they could use, they certainly could use maybe another score and so forth. They they gave Taylor Hall a ton of money, so I'm not sure exactly what their cap space is at this point. But, I mean, you know, it's just about matchups in the playoffs, and obviously they were taking on a hell of a team. I, I think the big thing is they got off to a bad start, and they finished in this situation. Don't finish in the, you know, in the, in the wild card spot. Finish by you know, being in the top four, and then you'll have home ice advantage. You don't have to go on the road for the seventh game. You'll be at home. So that's really my message to the Bruins. But, uh, you know, overall, a really good year, another 100-point year. And um, we'll see. Um, Obviously, some changes now. Uh, Lane Lambert now hired as the Islanders' uh, coach, replacing Barry Trotz. Uh, Lambert with a lot of experience with Trotz, also with other teams in the past. You know, he's been an assistant coach, and certainly deserves a shot to be a head coach. And Feels that he communicates well with the players. A little more younger guy, a little bit more forceful guy. Barry Trotz tends to be more laid-back guy. So, and also, Pete DeBoer out in Las Vegas, which is just ridiculous. I mean, the Golden Knights didn't make the playoffs. It's not because Pete DeBoer is not a good coach. Pete DeBoer took the Devils to the finals. Pete DeBoer took the Sharks to the finals. I mean, they had all kinds of injuries. COVID, the whole situation with Jack Eichel. I mean, the injuries. I mean, this season... And, uh, you know, Mark Stone being injured and Pacioretty being injured. I mean, that's a damn talented team. And I understand they spent a lot of money. It's a very talented team. They expect more. But with all the COVID situation, and everything like that, what Pete Tabor, the fall guy, you know, and and for, uh, for you know, stuff that's really not in his control, certainly. So four one three four four five five nine four three. 5943 Robbie Zucker going solo right now here on WTBR Sports Talk 89.7. So much to talk about. Let's talk about the Rangers. <laughs> wow. What a crazy series, man. I'll tell you, what a crazy series. I mean, I'm on the edge of my seat the other night. My friend Rob, my buddy Rob, who hopefully will call in today, uh, my buddy Rob Freed in Lake Success, uh, Long Island, he's a diehard Ranger fan like I am, was at Game 6 the other night. And then, excuse me, not Game 6, Game 5 when the Rangers won at MSG. Obviously, they win Game 6 on the road. The fluky goal that, you know, uh, Hits Louis Domingue right in the blocker, flops over his head, and goes in the goal. The Rangers coming back twice, both in Game 5 and in Game 6 on the road. And in Game 7, I'm sitting there. There's five minutes left, and I'm going, man, when are we going to score? Are we Are going to tie this thing up? And I'm going, nah, it's going to be another, you know, lost to Crosby and the Penguins. Uh, we're going to have to see Crosby again and Malkin and, you know, and Letang. Oh, God, for the next 16 years, they've been driving me crazy and so forth. So I'm like, okay, wait calm down omika scores with five minutes left and the Garden's going bananas and uh then of course in the overtime to get the penalty keandre miller with a terrific rush and finally the bread man comes through i mean i was screaming at panera and i told my buddy mark malusis on the fan that i was gonna have a coronary until this guy shoots the puck it's just unbelievable really i mean (laughs) finally shoots and it goes in and the rangers fans go bananas the garden goes jumping and uh And then Rob calls me on the phone, calls me up. And while the game is over and everybody's celebrating, you know, and uh, he says, I can't hear you. I said, well, I can hear you. But he couldn't hear a damn thing I was saying because the fans were going bananas, 18,000 strong, 20,000 strong at the Garden, uh, you know, on Sunday night as the Rangers. Move on against Carolina. So this is how it looks uh, basically in the NHL. we got an unbelievable series. you got the Battle of Alberta. Between the Calgary Flames and the Edmonton Oilers, Connor McDavid with, like, 14 or 15 points. I watched that game the other night. And Mike Smith finally has a great game. I'm not a big fan of Mike Smith, so we'll see. I certainly give the goaltending edge uh, to the Calgary Flames with Jacob Markstrom, but that was some game. Anyway, we got a phone call at 413-445-4234. I'll take our first phone call right here at WTBR Sports Talk. Good morning. You're on the air. Hello. Who am I speaking with? Well, buddy, what's happening there? Hey, there, there he three? is. <laughs> What's going on, brother? You,
2: you, you know, all my ices are in my drinks these days. I haven't been I, to a I, rink I, in you years. Said that man, last what, a, what a game seven, though. I have to, <laughs> I have to
0: say. Yeah, it was pretty good. I was pretty nervous. I mean, I didn't. Th- I thought they played a horrible game. I, they won, but I thought they played. Hard. Larry Rubinson, I was talking to her the other night on the fan in New York, and uh, she says to me, she's she's like, uh, you know, giving me grief because I'm because I'm concerned and ner- you know, after a great victory, I was happy. I'm just saying this is what it is. I mean, you can't play that way against Carolina. They play like they did in Pittsburgh, against Pittsburgh. That they played on Sunday against Carolina, they get obliter- They'll get obliterated by Carolina. I don't know if well, this right.
2: is not an obscene phone call. I'm out in the wind, <laughs> and we're we're right here in the middle of wantage. I heard what you said about the bears, and you're 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 right. You know, I shot a bear for our dinner. This oh, no weekend. way. Get and out of here. I am here. so Stop. proud of myself. Stop I have no it. Poor bear no didn't way. stand a chance. No way. It was probably. It was probably no, I, a didn't. I, I didn't. I went to the store. and went to the shop, right? Who am I kidding?
0: That's right. I, 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 my people don't hunt. We're the hunted. I was going to go, oh, you're the i pick a picnic basket I wanted. There you go. So, and,
2: and unless they arm the bears, I don't want to see any hunters.
0: Well, they used to have a sign where if you were a Grateful Dead fan, you have, you have the right to arm bears. It was a sticker. <laughs> had you put on the bumper sticker? Yeah, you have the right to arm bears because you know the grateful Dead has the dancing bears and so forth. So,
2: well, you know what you know what happened last week when I spoke about hockey changing the rules, so on and so forth. Yeah, Robbie, I had I had people that I got listening to your show that listened to my show. Oh no, and kidding! And they say that they said that I was the idiot, and you're right. So who's <laughs> to say? You know.
0: They must have been drinking or smoking something when they said that. I can't really believe it. No, that.
2: because you know your hockey. What do I know? I, the last hockey game I, I watched was Jacques Plante getting hit in the face with no mask.
0: Do you remember who he got hit by?
2: Um, I don't, but my, but Cindy okay. does. She just chimed in. Okay. What, what did Jacques Plante That you know was
0: 1967, him? by the way, so do you know who to hit him? No, I don't. I'll give you a hint. His numbers were tired up on the rafters, and it's the second of two. No- you got it, sir. There you go. Yeah,
2: now all you had to do was give me that hint. That's not too bad
0: yeah, for a non Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that's right. Well, he was traded that year and to Toronto and helped the Leafs win their last okay. champ. Boy, poor Toronto. I mean, the Leafs are cursed. I mean, they are cursed. I was rooting so hard for the Leafs. the other. Day. I'm so sick of Tampa Bay. You got the Battle of Florida now between the Panthers and the Lightning, so that should be a lot of fun. And then the Battle of Alberta. I'm telling you, the other night I watched this kid Jake Ottinger play for Dallas, make 60 saves and stand on his head. They lost in overtime, but you could see on the line when you know the, the greatest thing to me, Ralph, in sports is when the, the players at the end of the at the end of the Stanley Cup playoffs when they shake hands at the end of series. It's nothing like anybody else does in professional sports. I know you see NBA guys come and hug each That's other, and, beautiful. and and football players usually go, and baseball players, of course, walk away and don't do anything. The only time I saw a baseball player shake hands. Is when Jim Tracy was coaching, excuse me, managing the Dodgers, and they lost in the playoffs. I think it was to the Cardinals or the Pirates. I can't remember. It's the Pirates maybe. And he's like, "Go out and shake their hands." And the Dodgers went over and shook the hands of the of the uh, of the other team. And uh, I mean, that's classy. You don't see that in baseball. Well, I remember
2: the Philadelphia Flyers shaking hands with the New York Rangers, and uh, <laughs> Dave, Dave Schultz and Bobby Clark with no teeth. Uh, yeah. It was a beautiful sight way except back Bobby when. Clark I do was, remember that.
0: Except Bobby Clark played hockey and Dave Schultz couldn't. That was the difference. <laughs>
2: Bobby Clark was a hell of a ball Bobby ball Clark was a great player. A hell of a hockey
0: player. Oh yeah, a great executive for a long time. A guy who played and you know lived with diabetes his whole life and was able to play and have an amazing That's right. Career. He was
2: diabetic. Oh yeah.
0: His whole career he played well and stuff. I hated that team. That was the first team I got exposed to as a Ranger fan watching Dale Rolfe get the crap beat out of him in 1974 season. Dale Rolfe. He was a punching bag. Many yeah. Yeah. So I watch. I remember watching that and in 74 Now, now what happened now?
2: Sean took a powder? <laughs> no, he was... Did the mosquito bite him? Or maybe the tick bit him. He got Lyme disease. Yeah, so yeah I, ho- happened, I
0: hope. Sure. I don't know. He, he gets. I, I texted him this morning. He says, uh, he says, uh, I, I lost my effing phone and, uh, or whatever, and he got a new phone. No, his other phone broke, and he got a new phone and spent $400, so he was out, yeah, he's out working today, so I have to work after, too. I'm going to my other job, as, as, as I usually try to do during the day, so... But anyway, well, you know, so. anyway,
2: Sean's going to advertise on my program is uh, mosquito and, and pest business where he goes and he takes them home. <laughs> yeah, he's really, he's really, he, he's really anti-mosquito.
0: I don't know what to do with the guy. I know. I love getting bitten in the summertime. My mother, too. She doesn't want to go to Tanglewood. She said to me, well, I don't want to get bitten. You're not going to get bitten. You'll be fine. All right. Enough <laughs> of this. Wear long but, sleeves. But, you know, I'm getting
2: back to hockey yeah, for a minute. Yeah. It is, it is. Hockey is, you know, people complain about the game not being well televised. You know, you have to be at the ring to even appreciate it. How do you feel about the way they televise hockey, the angles they take, so on and so forth?
0: I think, well, I like, I mean, right now you got ESPN and TNT doing the coverage, okay? So, there's guys I'm familiar with. A lot of the guys are New York guys. Obviously, you know, Eddie Olchek's the Chicago color commentator, and Kenny, Kenny Albert's the New York Rangers radio guy, and he's on TV, and then Wischusen's doing the games on ESPN, obviously familiar with Bob doing Islander games and doing the Jet games during the season. So, there's a lot of guys that I'm familiar with announcing-wise, but I mean, um, I, think, I think TNT does the best job of overall. I like that the best, but... Uh, it's gotten better. I mean, you look if you're not a, if you're not a huge hockey fan, you're not going to appreciate it on TV as much as you appreciate it when you're live. That's why I told Sean you got to take him to a game because it, when you're there, it's just so much different. I mean, a lot of people have problems following the puck. A lot of people think it's too low scoring. I mean, to me, it's the it's the most grueling playoff series in professional sports. You have to win 16 games. It's seven game series, and I mean, it's just back and forth. And, and these guys are putting themselves out all year. It's not like the NBA, like load management. You know, how many, you know how many teams, okay, in the NBA? You know how many players in the NBA played all 84 games this season? Take a guess.
2: The, to ask the question again.
0: How many players in the NBA actually played all their games this season?
2: Um, how many players total? I would say about, about uh, eight. Five. You were close. I was gonna say five, five. I I'd go with my first thought.
0: Yeah. Go go ask the guys in the NHL how many guys take load management off. It's just nonsense. So you play in Well, 80- you go
2: you go to see your favorite player and he's sitting out. Right. And you bring all you bring all the kids, you pay a king's ransom, and the guy you went to go see at the NBA arena is sitting out for a game. That's that's a travesty.
0: Yeah, it's total nonsense. It's really ridiculous. So but uh, yeah, the Yankees have been on a roll. But anyway, getting back to what you were saying about the sport, yeah, I like the way it's covered better. I mean, I see like ESPN use a lot of different angles now. This kind of drives me crazy, but it's interesting. They do a lot of bird's eye view shots now, and the power play shots behind the net. The cameras have gotten definitely more sophisticated as uh, you know, as the years have gone on as far as angles and stuff. But uh, but I'm so pumped up for this Rangers Carolina series. But if they if they play the way they played against Pittsburgh in this series, I mean, Carolina's like run a freight train. I mean, Rod Brindamore. Was one of the most intensified players ever watched on an ice hockey service. and the guy is just as intense. Well, they,
2: well, they are dedicated, and they are less baby than the other athletes of the four sports. That's for sure. And you know, I agree with you, Rob. But a lot of a lot of what I say is just kidding around because I do appreciate I the hockey. I do appreciate the hockey player know. more so than because, frankly, Rob. The, the baseball player has turned me off completely. Oh, absolutely. The, the, the average baseball player, I have no desire to watch him no,
0: anymore. No, I mean, you know, I'm still angry at Aaron Judge for 30, turning down $30 million in an economy where most people can't fill up their damn gas tanks at this point. I mean, I, and I, I can't stand, like one of my friends gives me an example. He says, well, what if you were working for one station and they offered you 20000 It's 20000 not $30 million right. a year. I mean, can we be slightly realistic here, honestly? I mean, it's just I kind know. of ridiculous, you know? And then, well, when you tune into the sports,
2: when you tune into the sports stations, you see how they don't talk salary anymore. They want to get these guys, regardless of what they have to pay him. If they don't go out there, if the owner doesn't go out there and break the bank for some of these big fat cats. The, the fans get angry they 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 think that it 's their right to get this guy, no matter what he 's asking for to me you 've got to draw the line somewhere. you have to be reasonable in what you 're offering right. these guys otherwise, where does it end Rob uh, exactly where does it, it end rob
0: it, 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 it the thing is, doesn 't end Wait till you see what they 're going to offer Juan Soto when he 's a free agent the year after after ah. the next i mean it 's ridiculous he 's going to ask for fifty million dollars a year it does when is it, seriously when does it end it 's like you know, he said, a judge was saying to press, oh, I want to be a Yankee. I want to be here for the rest of my career. Well, they offered you seven years and $30 million. Isn't that enough? to say, When they say that, I, the take it with a grain,
2: I take it with a grain of salt when they say that. I want them to prove it. You know who proved that? And I have to give him credit. Yeah. Brady, you know, we talked about Brady with Sean last week. Right, right, right. Brady actually, Brady took far less money. Oh, and he could yeah. have gotten elsewhere to, to remain a Patriot. A I have to give cut. him credit for that. He
0: took a pay cut to, to allow other people to get under the cap many times. I mean, he took a pay cut uh, and said, listen, you know, I'm more interested in the team winning, so let me take less money so you can sign these guys under our salary cap and so forth. Absolutely. I mean, look at Paul O'Neill. Every time he came up from free agency with the Yankees, they would offer more money. Other teams would offer more money. He signed with the Yankees, and they asked him why. He says, what do I need more money for? I'm making money, I'm winning championships. My kids love New York. I'm a Yankee. I went to, if you want to wear the uniform, you know, son. along sun. with
2: Thurman Munson, along with oh Thurman Munson. Oh my God! Come on, O'Neal is my guy.
0: Yeah, me too. The Warrior. He was one of my favorites. I, I love, players.
2: I love O'Neill. That him, him, and Horace Clark.
0: I'm <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> you know
2: Horace Clark made a career Stone out of batting about two twenty. Having having iron hands at second base, but he played years and years for the Yankees.
0: They should have they should have done a right. They should have done a movie from Stone Finger. let's you know
2: Horace's nickname. Stone, Do you remember
0: Stone Fingers? Come on, I just said it. No, no,
2: no, no. His his real nickname that they called him all the time for some reason was something after Bonanza.
0: Oh, that I don't know. They
2: called him Hoss. Oh, really? I didn't know that. They really did. They called him Dan Blocker <laughs> did, he, did, he our, did he wear a 10-gallon hat?
0: Did he wear a 10-gallon hat?
2: No, but they could, just for his name, Horace, I guess Horace, they called him
0: Horace. I think yeah. it's funny when my mom asked me if Dan Blocker was Jewish, considering that Lauren Green and Michael Landon are. But Dan said, Blocker no, not was all. as Jewish as all. I am. You know? <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. It was so funny. You know? My name's
2: Romeo, and Dan Blocker was as Jewish <laughs> as I am because... Uh, as far as blocker goes if you remember correctly yeah, yeah. he was the best he was the best actor on that series oh. to me he can he can bring a tear to your eye when he was <laughs> Uh, being sentimental in a scene he was absolutely fabulous I, I, I like, great Dan Blocker
0: I like them better as the Cart Rocks on the Flintstones much more entertaining for me so. <laughs> hey the Cart Rocks it's like he's like look we got they here had, in town, they had a Paul. parody about everybody right, exactly look he's like look how we about Ann Margrock Ann Margrock I did no know hey, Dan Margrock Rock. Rock Quarry yeah, Rock Quarry I am Rock Quarry I am Rock Quarry no you're not you're <laughs> Gus Schultz
2: you <laughs> know this, this sports show is deteriorating <laughs> into something else. That's okay, man. I, I don't mean, know well, what you would call it, but it's certainly not a sports show anymore when we talk Flintstones.
0: Well, you know, hey, come on. What do I Roger Marble. That's right, folks. It's America's <laughs> new favorite sports hero. It's number seven, Roger Marble. But now, you know, I
2: have to I have to talk uh, about the Yankees for a absolutely, minute.
0: Absolutely. What a role. What a role. Uh, now, now but, as far as what made. you
2: said in the, beginning, in the beginning of the year, you're absolutely right in the fact that you don't regret anything. And you don't take back anything that you said just because they're on this fantastic role. Just stick to your guns because Cashman has done a piss-poor job for the most part in getting the correct talent. He's gone out there, gotten a lot of um, uh, guys that you you don't have to actually think too hard to get. He actually got what was out there, spent a lot of money getting them, and then he compiled all these players that couldn't play well together, but now they're playing well, you supposed to forget all that? How many years, Rob? How many years since the championship has come?
0: It's 2009 since they only won two divisional titles well, the last, there you go. Well, They only won two divisional titles in the last 10 years. Yeah, I hope my friend Gerard calls. I got about a minute with you left. But I hope my friend Gerard calls. Him and I arguing down, he's in Florida arguing. He's already jumping off the mad band like, "Oh, they lost one series to Seattle. And now they're going to be a team. Oh, these the Ma- me, fans are wait. just
2: dooms. Then doomsayers. He, they they can't wait for something bad to happen. they If they have any success, they don't know what to do with
0: it. Then he tells me, wait, then he tells me that I should i should apologize to Aaron Boone and to Brian Cashman. Brian Cashman's won one championship in the last 21 years, and Aaron Boone's never won a single thing. Hi, this is Aaron Boone, and I live in a hollow tree. Like I <laughs> Well, would... hey, I know
2: you gotta run. My yeah. wife, Cindy, Hi, Cindy, she's a Boston Bruins fan from way back. Did you watch the Bruins game? She was game? actually around when Derek Sanders Anderson,
0: yeah, did you watch? Wait,
2: she's too young to remember
0: Derek. I was going to say she's too young to remember Derek Sanderson, <laughs> who sounded like Ralph she was Kino. in her
2: playpen screaming Derek Sanderson. All right, listen, I I love your program, there, Thanks, buddy. buddy. I love, I love, love being all. on it. I'll talk to
0: you soon, all right, man. I'll, I'll, I'll tune in tonight, so if I get a chance. All yeah, right, buddy.
2: tonight at eight o'clock. It'd be nice if you heard my program once in a while. Right? <laughs> well, absolutely. All right, all right. I all love right. you, man. Love you, buddy.
0: All right, talk to you indeed. soon. You got it. all right. Ralph Romeo checking in right there on uh, WPAT (laughs) from WPAT right here on WTBR 89.7 FM we're going to be back talk a little baseball basketball, hockey uh, and of course uh, we will talk about whatever you want to talk about 445-5943 we'll be back after these important messages
1: WTBR FM is listener supported radio that means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air all the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your
3: parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Persia County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBRFM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated.
1: I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons.
3: My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't. And whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go
1: smoke outside.
3: I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you and it could hurt you really bad.
1: I do think there is a correlation between parents and
3: kids. The parents smoke the kids think it's okay for them to
1: smoke. Sometimes all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah
3: I love my mom very much, but I still wish
1: she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of FM, its management, other
0: producers or sponsors. You guys rock. WTBR. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk right here on 89.7 FM, WTBR. In Pittsfield, Robbie Zucker taking to 11 o'clock. And then, of course, we had more great WTBR classic rock programming for you at 4 o'clock this afternoon, one of my favorite shows on WTBR. Beatles Forever, that'll be at 4 o'clock. Great stuff, classic Beatles stuff, all kinds of live stuff, solo stuff, Uh, you know, all kinds of different... um, Uh, versions of different songs by different artists say the word different again and let it be redundant 413-445-5943. 413-445-5943. Thanks, for Ralph Romeo, for checking in right now. Uh, and uh, it's good to hear Ralphie's voice. And, of course, Ralphie has a great show down the dial in New York. So uh, if you ever get a chance to check it out, it's really awesome. But 4 o'clock today, Beatles Forever. Tune into WTBR all day. And I just want to let people know, I, if you for those who don't know, I'm the lead singer of a seven-piece band called HB Funk and & Company. And there's a memorial on June 11th for my late friend jim sullivan that'll be at the american legion in dalton it'll be on june 11th it starts at 12 o'clock i believe we're on at four o'clock but all day long i'm not sure of the exact amount of money um you know that you have to pay to get in but it's going to be an outdoor thing and it's going to be a really great memorial for a late friend of mine who's just an incredible musician fantastic singer and he's very very missed and jimmy if we know you're out there someplace and uh we miss you a lot and um you know it's just with with sully he was just a fantastic artist and uh unfortunately too just lost a great musician uh as well and jimmy hart who was a tremendous sound man one of the best sound man i ever worked with i've been singing since i'm five and i'm pushing towards uh 58 next year and um and uh jimmy was one of the finest finest sound men and finest musicians in the berkshires and he'll he'll be missed very very much so uh Anyway, 413-445-5943, if you get out there on the uh, the 11th of June, please come out and support uh, this great cause, and uh, we'll be playing H.P. Funk. If you like if you like dance music, we're the, we're the party band to uh, to dance to, so come on out and see us at Seven Piece. We've got a great horn section, the Affordable Horns. That's right, two guys that do everything, so it's pretty amazing. And uh, come on out and, and see us, and then uh, we'll be at the Greylock Fairgrounds, uh, the campgrounds, actually, July 9th and that'll be uh, outside, and that'll be uh, 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock. It'll be a great gig in July, so we're looking forward to being on the road and getting back to playing after two years of COVID hiatus. So, uh, anyway, uh, 413-445-5943. So, tonight, the Celtics and the Miami Heat at a weird time, 8.30. I'm assuming it's an ABC game or ESPN game or one of those games, one of those one of those companies that's owned by, uh, by ABC and company. But, uh, yeah, they'll be uh, playing tonight down in Miami, and obviously, you know, uh, you know, Coach Aduko uh, uh, against the Spolster. I mean, Spolster's just a great coach. And, you know, you got a lot of great players on a team, whether it's Bam or whether, you know, uh, going for um, for Miami and so forth. And, of course, the big three, you know, with Tatum and Brown, and smart. And Grant Williams is an important player. And, obviously, Al Horford's an important player. He's got to be good. It's, I, you know, to me, this is a toss-up. It really is a toss-up when you talk about these two teams. Very close uh, games and very close teams, you know, as far as good defense, good coaching. You know, good rebounding, you know, athletic teams. Jimmy Butler, obviously one of the best players in all of basketball. You know, he's listed as a power forward, but a lot of times he's, you know, he's dribbling the ball and so forth. They got Kyle Lowry. You know, it's going to be a really excellent matchup. So I look forward to a really good defensive battle between two quality teams. Celtics, I know they don't have the home court, but the way they're playing, I mean, this is amazing. They were 25-25, and right, back in, what, October? And I mean, they lost nine, nine games, I think, since, including the playoffs. So it's been an amazing run for the Celtics. Of course, they played great defense, and I said they took 55 three-pointers. My buddy Evan Valenti and I will always argue about the three-pointer. He's a young guy. I'm an older guy. I'm more of a, you know, old-time basketball guy and so forth. But I appreciate the way the Celtics play defense. So 413-445-5943. I haven't heard from Eddie in Pittsfield. I haven't heard from some of my regular callers. So if you're out there, please give us a call here at 1036 right here at WTBR 89.7 FM. We are here every Tuesday. Usually Sean Cronin and myself, but Sean obviously on his Assignment today, <laughs> not designated for assignment, just on assignment. So, but uh, anyway, but 413-445-5943 as we're here for, oh, about another 24 minutes or so talking sports with you. So the NHL playoffs, like we were talking about it before, Rangers and Carolina should be a battle, absolute battle. The Rangers, during the regular season, won one game. And the one game they won, Georgiev played, not even and Georgiev made 42 saves, stood on his head. And they beat them two to nothing, but it was all Carolina that night except for Georgiev. So, this is a much better team than Pittsburgh. They're a faster team than Pittsburgh. They are relentless. So, the Rangers really have their work cut out for them. Do I think they can win the series? You know, when you got a goaltender like Igor Shusterkin, you can win, okay? Let's face it, the guy stood on his head the other night. I didn't think the Rangers played particularly well against Pittsburgh. So, you know. it's it's anybody's game right now. Something strange is going on, though, with the guard. I mean, they're coming back down games, and they score with five minutes left. They win in overtime, so who knows? You know, sometimes things go your way. Sometimes there's a little magic in the air, so let's see what happens to the uh, to the Rangers in this series, but we'll see what happens. And uh, Like I said, a few coaching changes with Pete DeBoer getting fired in Vegas, which is just mind-boggling. And, of course, Barry Trotz getting fired, which is also mind-boggling. But uh, Lane Lambert is going to take over as head coach of the New York Islanders, so and then, of course, you got the Western Conference finals uh, semifinals with uh, Colorado and the Blues. This should be really interesting. The AVs are the ultimate offensive team. They score the most goals. Cal McCarr is unbelievable. I mean, they're just an amazing team, you know, but McKinnon's amazing. McKinnon's got like, I think like 1.3 points per game. He's third all time, I think behind Lemieux and Gretzky, not too bad names to be you know lumped in there with, right? <laughs> right? Lemieux and Gretzky. But they have a really talented team. But the one thing about the Blues that they do—they hit, they play defense, and they have a goaltender who's already won a Stanley Cup, and another kid who's playing out of his out of his mind. They have terrific between Huss and Binnington. They have terrific goaltending. So we'll see. I mean, Darcy Kempers had a great year in goal, fantastic year for the Avalanche. And the Avalanche—they have you know more depth now, obviously uh, in their bottom six. But they get contributions from Kadri and contribute. Uh, obviously, Rantanen is a great player. So they have. You know, they have great talent, but we forgot about, you know, their captain, Mr. Landeskog, another terrific player. So it's going to be offense versus checking and defense, and we'll see how it goes. But that'll be a fantastic series. And then the Battle of Florida between the Panthers and the two-time defending champions, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who come off an amazing road win against Toronto. I feel so bad. For the Leaf fans, I mean, if you talk about a fan base that has been snake bitten more times, here are the Leafs up three to two. They're up three to two in game in game six, and all of a sudden here comes a five on three. Tampa scores a five on three goal. It's three three. Toronto's absolutely out shooting them in overtime, nine to two. They're buzzing around. They can't make a save. Uh, can't make a goal. I mean, uh, Vasilevsky, just unbelievable. And uh, they win game six on an overtime ball by Brain Pointer. Got hurt in game seven. Hurt his ankle. Tried to go back in the game, but couldn't make it. And I don't know what his status is for game one against Florida. I haven't really looked at it yet. So, But then they go up at game seven. They block shot after shot after shot. Toronto had 17 shots on goal in the third period. They lose 2-1. to one, And again, the Leaf fans go home. And it'll be 56 years. 56 years they've been waiting not only to, get to win the Stanley Cup, how about just getting to a Stanley Cup Finals? Fifty-six years—you got to go back now, you know, to 1967, and Dave Keon and Pete Stemkowski, and as I was talking about before with Ralph, with Andy Bathgate. I mean, it's unbelievable. It really is amazing how the Leafs are snow snake. But think about it: last year they blew a three-series one to to, uh, to Montreal without their captain John Tavares. The year before they lose to Columbus. The year before that, for two straight years they lost game sevens to Boston. They haven't won a playoff series since 2002. It's just amazing. I don't know what changes are going to be next year. I don't see a whole lot of changes. What maybe you go out and trade a guy like Nylander. Maybe you trade a guy, a little bit of finesse for maybe a, you know and sign a guy that's a little bit rugged. I mean, maybe a little, a little bit more ruggedness to the team. I think they do. I think they need a little bit more ruggedness up front, but we'll see. You know, uh, again. You know, every year the Tampa Bay Lightning go out and they get solid players on their bottom six. They go out and get Paul from the Senators. He scores two goals in the game. They get Corey Perry, whose motto should be. Well, if you can't beat him, join him, right? <laughs> I mean, Corey Perry lost to them against Montreal the year before that. He played with Dallas when they had the bubble Stanley Cup final and they beat. He was on the Dallas Stars and they beat Dallas. So hey, you what? You can't beat him, join him, right? So he comes to Tampa this year as a free agent signing. He brings experienced Stanley Cup, you know, uh, pedigree, and he's a tough guy. He's still guy who can score some goals occasionally. Not the fastest guy he used to be. But, again, Tampa Bay does the right thing. John Cooper, who was, you know, a lacrosse coach, was a lawyer, Stony Brook. This guy is heading to try to uh, achieve his third straight Stanley Cup. And, uh, man, I'll tell you, you look at all the experience that Tampa has, the depth they have, and they have the best goalie in the world, and, you know, Vasilevsky. So uh, we'll see what happens. Anyway, about the local baseball team. So the Red Sox win last night and uh, 6-3. Trevor's story breaks the sh- I Look, folks, Red Sox fans, relax. Okay, I know you're panicking now because it's May because you're back and you should be a little bit upset, really, where the Red Sox are considering this payroll, considering the expectations after last year. But, but, okay, it's only May. And you got a chance maybe to put some wins together. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Whitlock with a pretty good five innings last night. I love how they keep these guys in for five innings. All right, so be it. I mean, was he have, two runs on three hits, I think, and five, so... Hawk is a good young pitcher. Their pitching's not too bad. It's their hitting right now. They got to get the bats going. Kiki last night. Kiki had a a hit. So guys are starting to hit. Bogar's hit last night. He's been hitting. So really, the big three have been hitting. It's the rest of the team that haven't been hitting. So those guys got to pick it up. As far as the Yankees go tonight against Baltimore, another, another game against the Orioles, look, I'd love to sweep the Orioles and so forth. As a Yankee fan, look, I'm ecstatic. I'm happy. But, you know, my buddy Gerard says to me down in Florida, and I hope he calls. I hope you call out, if you're listening, Gerard, this idea that I should apologize, that I should personally apologize to Brian Cashman and to Aaron Boone because they're 26-9 and nine in May. Oh, well, excuse me. Didn't they win 13 games last year in a row, Gerard? Didn't they win 13 games in a row? What happened? They lost in Boston. They walked in the locker room, or the, excuse me, the clubhouse, with their tails between their legs. Come on. Anybody remember last, last year what happened with the Red Sox and the Yankees? The Red Sox obliterated them. And the Yankees went home after winning 13 in a row and then dropping, what, you know, 10, 10 in a row, whatever it was, and then having to crawl you know, and, and, and win on the last day just to become the second wild card? This is basically the same team. Nestor Cortez has been great, pitching to a 1.35 ERA. The pitching's been fabulous. The hitting's been great. Rizzo with another home run's got 10 home runs already. It's been great. I'm enjoying it. Just let me enjoy it. Stop telling me that I should apologize. It's May the 17th for crying out loud. You know, goodness gracious. It's May. I mean, we don't win pennants in May. Ask Dave Martinez, what, was it four years ago when the Washington Nationals won the, won the World Series? Right? Where was Dave Martinez in May? Ten games back. And they were calling for his head in D.C. Now, obviously, he doesn't have the team he has now. I feel sorry for him right now with the Nats like 12 and 25 or whatever the hell they are right now. Last place in the uh, National League East. But, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, you, you you don't win championships in May. Anything can happen in baseball. When I was a kid, I was, what, 13 years old up here? Up in the Berkshires at camp here. Coming up to the camp for the summer. The Yankees in August... We're 14 games behind the Red Sox. And they crawled back and they won the World Series. It's baseball. It is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And the idea of telling me that I should apologize to a guy that's won one championship in 21 years and Brian Cashman that has the highest payroll in baseball literally every year? And you're telling me I should apologize to him and to Boone? What the hell has Aaron Boone ever won? I mean, yeah, he won 100 games. I can win 100 games for that team too. They win 90 games every year. Big deal. It's what you do in October. It's not what you do in May. And he keeps saying to me, oh, it is. It's about the regular. No, it's not about the regular season. Nobody gives a frog's fat rear end that the San Francisco Giants won 107 games last year. They didn't get to the World Series. The Atlanta Braves did. For that time, yes, I know the best team, the best team assembled doesn't always win. Now we can look at the Dodgers pitching woes last year in the playoffs, the fact that they had injuries and so forth. That's obviously that's a given. But the Braves were the best team. You don't always have to be the best team to win. I understand. Look at the 88 Dodgers for crying out. They must be probably the worst assembled teams uh, on the field of any World Series teams I ever saw in my life. Against the Bashers, you know, with the Oakland A's, and they managed to win that series with Oral Hersheiser and the Magic, you know, that went on in game one. I mean, you know, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's May for crying out loud. 413 Number to call right here on WTBR Sports Talk. And uh, remember, folks, I wanted to mention to this that, um, you know, it's Pittsfield Suns time. The Pittsfield Suns are going to be playing. And guess what? They're going to be right here exclusively on 89.7. And every pitch and every home run will be here. (laughs) So the Suns look to return to the FCBL Championships this series, this season. The Suns open up on the road against the Nashua Silver Knights on Thursday, May 26th. That's Thursday, May 26th. Okay. And, uh, by the way, I've sang the national anthem twice there at Wakona Park. No, I was perfectly fine. There was no water up to my legs or anything like that. You know, they they gave me something to stand on. So, uh, anyway, I didn't think the games were going to be on with all the, you know, repairs they had to do in Wakona Park. But, evidently, the Suns are back. So, first game Thursday, May 26th. And uh, tune in all season long right here on your home for Pittsfield Suns Baseball. 89.7 FM WTBR. We'll be back. Uh, with some more messages and then we'll talk a little bit about uh, anything you want to talk about in sports right here.
1: It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons.
3: My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you and it could hurt
1: you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parent smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes, all you need is a small reason to quit.
3: Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking.
1: Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
0: Hola,
3: hola, I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture, with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM.
0: Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union.
3: Let's have a party. We call our friends. Let's have a good time. Don't let it end. we got the people.
1: And we'll hey friends, if you're looking for some party music, tune in to Polka Express with me, Bill Gustavus, every Wednesday night from 6 to 8. And Sunday mornings from 8 to 10, right here on 89.7 WTBR, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Diabetes is a killer. After I was diagnosed, I had no pain. I didn't feel sick, so I didn't listen to my doctor. Then it struck. I had a heart attack, then a stroke, and I was only 49. If only I'd known. If only I'd listened.
0: People with diabetes are two to four times more likely to suffer a stroke than people without diabetes. And many who survive are severely disabled. You can reduce your risk of stroke by lowering your blood sugar, blood pressure, and cholesterol. You should also talk to your healthcare provider about taking aspirin. And if you smoke, get help to quit. To learn more about reducing your risk of stroke, call 1-800-DIABETES for your free diabetes survival guide.
1: It's not too late. Don't let diabetes destroy your
0: life. A message from the American Diabetes Association and the American College of Cardiology.
3: Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name is Bill Sturgeon. I am the host of WTBR's Morning Drive. We air every weekday morning, 7.30 to 8.30. The goal of my program is to inform educate, and have a few chuckles along the way. We have wonderful guests, political, arts, actors, musicians, teachers. I look forward for you to listen in or watch us on PCTV. Thank you. Mexicans, Bigfoot,
0: Koreans, Garbage Pail Kids. We got something for just about everybody. Hipsters. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk right here on 89.7 FM WTBR. Robbie Zucker keeping you company for another eight minutes. 413 445 5943. Give me a call. I'll talk about anything you want in sports tonight. The NBA. Fine, uh, conference finals open up with the Boston Celtics down. Taking on the Miami Heat, that should be a war. I mean, talk about two really talented teams. Both teams play defense, both well-coached, uh, some good depth on both teams, obviously the big three for the Celtics and also some great players for Miami. It's amazing how Miami does it every year. I, I, I think this is right. Maybe Evan can uh, can call me on this one, but I think the Miami Heat have like nine guys or some a lot of guys that weren't even drafted so, you know, Pat Riley such a great executive. It's amazing that Dolan wasn't smart enough in New York to keep Riley around, right? So, the Miami Heat, just, a, you know, incredibly consistent every year, winning championships. And, you know, every year until this year, we're winning 53 games. I mean, just a tremendous organization and one of the best all-time coaches, I think, in NBA history. Not only in the modern era, but just in NBA history and, and, and Eric Spolstra. So, 413 4455 943 Just looking at the major leagues right now and in the stands. up oh, we got a phone call. So, let's take our next phone call right here. And we'll take it right here on WTBR Sports Talk. Hello, you're on the Abiton. air. Hello. Robbie. Yeah.
3: Big fan of this series tonight Celtics Celtics. This is Johnny Floorworks. Old floors made new. Who's this? I'll tell you. This is Floorworks. Johnny Floorworks.
0: Hey, what's going on, brother? How are you doing?
3: Good, man. I'm listening to me. I tell you, it's going to be a great series.
0: Give me a little insight. What do you think? What do you think is the key matchups or the keys to this series? Let, let me ask well, you. Well,
3: dude, you got to look at the Boston Celtics. What do they do that other teams don't do? Play defense. They play defense. They play exactly. They play defense. And you know what? They, you know the Heat are the they're their carbon copy of the Boston Celtics, but they play. They both play defense. Right. They're both hard. They're both gritty. Jason Tatum though is the X factor. The guy can just if he can play like he did against Giannis with the scoring and the shooting. Yep. I like Boston. I like Boston in the series. I gotta say, I really do. Well, I the thing about Tatum—they have the heart.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing—both teams play really hard, and both teams are well coached. The thing I like about Tatum, though, is he's better though when he makes everybody around him better. When he tries to shoot too much, that's when he, that's when I have issues with him. When he tries to shoot too many threes, I'll tell you, the threes were going See, out of crazy. The threes—that's
3: the problem. Marcus Smart's the works. He's a great defensive player, but they're always
0: going up to threes. I, you know what? How old are you? You're gonna, you're
3: gonna live by the three, you're gonna die by. How you're old? The how theory. old are you? 40, 47 Okay,
0: so okay, so you're 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 a young guy. Okay, I'm fifty seven. All right, I saw a different era of basketball. I grew up with the I grew up
3: with the Celtics of the A's with Mary. Bird, okay,
0: okay. Well, uh, wasn't Dale. it different? Wasn't it different when guys didn't take fifty five shots from twenty four feet? Wasn't it a better game when there was motion in the game and passing and facilitating? Well, now, do guys, why doesn't people why don't people no, post no. anymore? No. What? Yep. Why don't guys post anymore? Still there? Hello. Here. Yeah, I hear you. You there? I think I lost him for a second. Maybe try calling back. No, but I mean, I don't understand why guys don't post, you know? Maybe I lost him. I tried to- Let me have him try calling back. All right, well, we'll have him try calling back here. So, anyway, he disappeared. <laughs> hopefully he'll call us back. Hopefully, hopefully he'll call us back. We got about five minutes left in the show. No, I mean, I understand, you know, but you're right. I mean, to me, Tatum's the best player, but when he plays well, like he plays well when he scores, obviously, but when he plays. And makes everybody a better player when he passes. When he drives to the basket, these guys get two, three happy once in a while. And you're not going to get a lot of threes, and you're not going to get a lot of, uh, you know, that from Miami. They're not going to give you the, the perimeter shot. They're not going to collapse down. Obviously, they have the, some guys down low that can do a decent job. Obviously, Brown and Bam, and, you know, there's guys down low that can rebound. Obviously, Jimmy Butler's you know, an all-around player that can rebound and drive the basket and shoot as well. So... Plenty of guys, but uh, give me a call back if you want. 1056 right here on WTBR Sports Talk 413-445-5943. Just wanted to mention about the Phoenix Suns, just total collapse. You know, Monty Williams is a great coach and he's done a great job with this team, but what the heck happened? I mean, I guess, you know, they just they just fell apart. Um, and they scored 27 points with Booker back, 27 points in the first half, and they lose 123 to 90 on their home floor. They were down by 40 points. It's amazing, and they'll take on Golden State. That should be a great Dallas. Golden State will be a great finals with all the talent. I mean, obviously Luca, and then you know Stefan and you know all the guys they have in Green, and um, you know, and, and uh, you know they just they have a, a lot of talent on uh, both those teams, you know, and so forth. So I mean, but uh, man, I'll tell you it's uh Spencer Dinwiddie had a tremendous game the other day 30 points he's another p- player that played for the nets that i really like remember when the nets actually had a team they were building before they decided you know to go out and get Durant and Kyrie Irving by the way Kyrie Irving evidently now they're trying to decide whether they want to give him a four year extension or a contract rather if i'm the nets forget it i am letting this eyesore go Kyrie Irving is a problem okay he doesn't care as much about basketball as he does other things isn't it obvious Oh, sorry, guys. Uh, you know, I have a party up in Canada. I gotta go. to. can't really play today. Aren't you sick of him? <laughs> if you're a Nets fan, I know he's talented. Look, he's as talented as any player in the league. Okay, but it's this guy's such a head case. And everywhere he goes, the guy, the guy wasn't satisfied playing with LeBron James and winning a championship. So I gotta go to Boston. So then he goes to Boston. And he's a disaster. He's public enemy number one in Boston. And then he goes to Nets because he grew up in that fan. And he finds a way to screw that up too. Let's get our caller back right here. You hello, you're, hello, you're back on WTBR. <laughs>
3: Robbie, I'm back. <laughs> Robbie, okay, I'm good. I'm driving, brother. I'm driving.
0: Johnny oh. are forward. Forward, do. you, got How you so, doing, brother? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'll
3: tell you. I'm excited for the series. I don't know about you.
0: Yeah, I yeah. am. Jay, thanks, man. How are you feeling, man? Are you playing much? What's going on with your with, with you as far as music goes? Oh, music? Yeah.
3: I don't really play anything. I play a little drum and a little... Oh,
0: okay. Uh, I thought it was the wrong it was the wrong guy. So, we, it was the wrong guy. I thought it, I thought it was somebody I, I knew, musician friends.
3: What are you playing? What are you
0: playing with? I play with H.B. Funk. I'm a lead singer, guitar player. I also play harmonica, percussion. So, yeah, we're playing uh, June 11th uh, for this uh, memorial for my friend Jim, Jimmy oh. Sullivan, my late friend. We'll be over there, uh, over at the American Legion. That'll be on the 11th of June. And then we're in July 9th. We're over at the uh, 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 Greylock Camp uh, Fairgrounds from 6 to 9 in the evening. It's an outdoor. They're all outdoor gigs, so... Should be fun, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I have a like? seven piece band, so anyway do you I thought like? do you sound like? who do I sound like? Oh geez, a lot of different people you know I mean i mean I'm, I do over hundred personations, so I can change up my voice, but I'm, I mean, my best thing is soul r and b singer I, I love Steve Winwood, I sound a lot like a cross between him and Stevie Wonder and I don't know. It, it depends on the voice, you know, what stuff, but those those guys are influenced, Obviously, Paul McCartney and a lot of rock and roll singers, you know, Steve Marriott. My favorite singer's Paul Rogers. Anyway, I gotta wrap it up. I gotta let you go, but hey, man, thanks for calling. All call right, next well, week, all right.
3: Listen, let's go root for the Celtics. Go green.
0: Okay, you got it, brother. Okay, thanks for calling. Alright. Nice to call him back there. So, Anyway, it looks like we have to wrap up another week right here WTBR Sports Talk as I hit the wrong button. What else is new? So, well, uh, Anyway, we'll talk to you later. See you next week. Same time by time. Same back channel right here on WTBR Sports Talk. So long. Robbie Zucker saying, see you next Tuesday. Mr. Cronin, hopefully you're turning.